welcome to I Don't Care, the podcast. This episode is maybe going to be... Is that a knock on my door? Hold on, I just started and there's a knock on my door. BRB. Okay, I'm back. That was an order from Sephora that came in the mail. Now, I'm returning a couple things, so I'll show it to you. That was supposed to be my mom's Christmas present, but she doesn't want it. So I will show it to you guys anyways, because it's got to be a return. Now, I think I still want to keep this. It is a brush set that comes with many a brushes, Morphe brushes. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve brushes. Twelve eye brushes is what comes in this package. So I'm still on the fence about returning that because it's actually a great deal. Uh, probably never gonna find a set like that ever again and then oh gosh I'm trying to like put this away really nicely the next thing I'm not going to like open for you guys because this one's being returned a hundred percent and it is a super duper colorful eyeshadow palette um a Morphe and Nyan uh Nyan Fierce Fairy Tale Artistry Palette it's gorgeous. I mean, this is the most pretty palette I've ever seen. If I was more into makeup, I would wear this and have it. But um, I'm not. My mom likes colorful, so I thought I would get this for her. But she said it would be too big. So I'm going to return those two things. There's something else in here that I'm not returning, so I don't want to show her. So I'm going to put this on the floor. So those are going to go back and instead I'm going to get her something else that she might want from Sephora. So that's fun. Um, I'm trying the video thing. Guys, I know last week I didn't post a video because I recorded and it only saved four minutes of the podcast. So that was really annoying. But I'm in my bedroom. I got stand so I don't have to hold on to the microphone which is very fun that's all the updates um I might have to cut this a few times just because my mom might come home I don't really know we'll see what happens uh I'm trying to like get this up let me see so yeah uh, today we are going to be talking about, well, I don't like TikTok. I'm not a TikTok person. I'm not into TikTok. I don't get it. I don't vibe with it. I just don't understand TikTok. And so instead, we're going to talk about the toxic side of TikTok. And like yin and yang, of course, 
at the end, I will say things that I like about TikTok, but I'm not going to lie to you guys and say that I love it because I don't. I really never use the app. I have it just to have it, but I don't use it. I don't, I don't, yeah, I, I love Instagram. It is my favorite social media. It's um, my favorite everything so you can do so much on on instagram so i just that's what i love um let's get into my i don't care mm. well first i don't care about <sighs> the video always cutting i'm really nervous about that i'm planning to get a camera at some point so i can rely on video being saved on an sd card and not having to worry, is it recording, is it recording, and just know that it's recording. So, there's that. Uh, but my I don't care of the week is going to be, it's probably going to be Christmas shopping. I love, I love getting gifts for people. I love giving gifts to people. I love little tiny gifts. I love big gifts. I love giving gifts. The only thing that sucks is the spending the money part. I mean, we spend a lot of money on gifts during Christmas time, and really it does start, it does start, you know, like, now. So, <sighs> I don't know. I just wish that we can get good gifts, like good things for cheap Sephora, I will say, has great packages. Amazon has good things for, like, stocking stuffers. But it's also just so hard because you, sometimes you just never know what that one person wants or someone's list is always changing or you're afraid that you're going to get someone something and then by the time it's Christmas time, they're going to get themselves that thing or someone else is going to get them that thing. Christmas shopping is stressful, and I love to be a good gift gifter. I love to give a good gift. And I'm looking at a few gifts that I have, and I just, I like to do the most. And sometimes doing the most is, it. I don't mean do the most in terms of like spend so much money. I just mean, t like I like to give a good gift. And sometimes I'll be really proud of a gift, and then someone else is like, I didn't really want this or I don't know maybe they're like someone else got me that or it's like you put a lot of work in and you're like oh my god I hope you like it I want to watch people op open gifts but at the same time there's been a number a number of times in my own life where I fake a reaction I pretend to love something even though I don't care at all that I have it I was like well I don't care um, but certain things that I'm asking for for Christmas this year is, um, I love planners, like yearly planners. I use them all the time. It keeps me organized. Love it. I love books. So really, indigo, chapters. Mmm, love indigo and cha chapters. I fucking love it. Um, I'm asking for some new slippers because Luna... You know, over time, they wear out anyways, but then Luna will get a hold of them sometimes, and it just makes it go faster. 
Um, I'm asking for, from my mom, the Aritzia Super Puff. Those are expensive, but I've been saving. She can use some of my Aritzia gift cards, actually, too, for that. And then I will. So I can give her those, and then she can do the rest. I think that would be fair. So I just love it because that jacket is like it can last forever and it keeps you genuinely warm. And I am now, I just hate being cold and I love to be a bundled up now. So if I can wear the warmest jacket, then I want it. I don't even, it's not even about the looks. Although, yeah, it is about the looks because if my mom was like, here's this neon green jacket that is the best in the world and I'm like yeah but it's ugly so I do care about the looks um so that's my I don't care this week is Christmas shopping and it's just beginning it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas although it's not because we haven't started decorating yet have you guys in your own minds or comment down below or go to the Instagram page and let me know when you guys start decorating for Halloween. Sorry for Christmas. <laughs> I love Halloween. I'm sad it's gone. It was a good Halloween. I don't know about you guys, but I had a good Halloween. Um, yeah, let me know when you guys start decorating for Halloween. Oh, my God. For Christmas. Christmas, it's Christmas time. Um, because I'm interested to know when you decorate for Christmas. Got it. Let's get into our topic of the day. Tickety talk talk talk. TikTok. <sighs> TikTok. I look. I had about a week where I was on the TikTok train. I understood the hype. I was into it. My dog, my feed was full of dogs and animals. And then I was like, no, Alexia, get off. So then I got off and I was on, I was, I didn't ever get into um, TikTok when it started to become something. And I wasn't, and I'm still not into it, but it was just like one week randomly where I was like, let's see what it's about. And I liked it then, but then I was like, oh, this is too much. Like, this is just too much for my brain to handle. It's a lot. It's overwhelming. It's consuming. It's a waste of, of time. So I had to just get off. So, yeah, TikTok is not my thing. I feel that there is, um, I don't know how to explain my relationship with TikTok because it doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't make sense to most people. I just don't, I don't love it. I don't find the humor funny a lot of the time I watch I watch TikToks that come on to my Instagram page and I will watch those but I I don't know like 
lots of them just aren't funny to me. I think when people try to be funny, it's really obvious and it doesn't work. There are some videos that I've seen that are the best. And those videos are usually the videos where people aren't trying to be funny. They just happen to do something or, or like some shit just happens. Like I was watching one and this was an awful video, but at the same time it was fucking funny where this family was singing happy birthday to this little girl. She was turning, I don't know, maybe 11 or something, and they were singing her happy birthday. And then when they finished singing happy birthday, they sprayed her with um, silly string. And the silly string got into the fire, and the fire freaking blew into the little girl's face and then she caught on fire and the family starts like hitting her and screaming like it was tragic but it was also really funny and everyone was fine I assume but it was it was just that it was an accident and that shit was funny I'm sure because whoever posted it wouldn't have posted it if she died and I don't think I think maybe some of her hair burnt off Maybe she has a little burn, but she's fine. But let's get into why TikTok is toxic. And I know I'm going to sound like a millennial, like a boomer. Okay. And I just am one Gen X. That Gen X? I'm Gen Z. I'm Gen Z. I'm one Gen Zer that just doesn't like TikTok. What are we gonna do? Um, and I'm not out here trying to be a boomer. I'm just, I'm just stating facts. Anyways, children are exposed to a lot on TikTok. Um, it really can shape their mind. I mean. If we think about the things that we watched growing up, and I, I've i said this in a different podcast, that I'm different. Like, I, I'm different. I'm quirky. No, I, I grew up watching um, American Pie, Van Wilder, what's it, Easy A, Hall Pass, like all of these kind of sex-focused movies, and I'm fucking fine. Um, I also grew up into the horror stuff. So I'm not saying that their minds are going to be screwed up because of what they're watching necessarily, because no, it's all dependent on who they are. But at the same time, if we're thinking about these children watching girls, real people watching real people dance a certain way or be mean on TikTok or talk about sex or whatever it is, you can't help but think that those little kids' minds are going to then think those things are fine or they're going to start acting that way at a younger age um, because that's what they think is cool or whatnot. And that's just not true. I think um, I think TikTok is is there's I'm sure an age limit on it, and 
it's the only app that I feel that kids are maybe just too young for. Um, just because there's so much on it. There are so many things. Um, there is There was one challenge going around where you hold your breath until you pass out. Well, a child did that. A child, I believe he was also 11 years old, he did that challenge. And he went brain dead and then died. Because kids don't know better. They don't know if I hold my breath and pass out, that can really mess up my brain. That can really mess up my organs. That can really mess up things for me. They see other kids doing it and thinking, oh, they're fine, so I'll be fine. No, sometimes that's just not the case. You have to be careful with stuff like that. Um, so there's, it's, and that can go for any app. The thing that I'm saying, though, like all the things I'm saying can be um, translated to any app. I just think because TikTok is the most popular right now, and it's the most, um, it's got the biggest, I would say it probably, and I don't have any statistics, but I would almost argue that more children are watching TikTok than they are on any other platform. So that's just, that's just something, something to think about, um, and, you know, people have for you pages that are designed with certain things that they watch. But also at the same time, you can have that rhythm of whatever. These are the videos I see. This is what pops up. And then a random video pops up that you've never seen before that it's not something you ever watched before. But here it is. And now it's what I'm watching. And it could be something funny and something you didn't know that you loved or it can it can be something toxic and really inappropriate so you just you never know with tiktok that's the thing and for me personally like i'm 19 i don't care what comes on my tiktok page i just don't get it it i can't tell you it hurts my brain tiktok hurts my brain but we'll get into that now, this isn't, like, toxic, but it's just annoying. Everyone is trying to get famous. Everyone is trying to outdo other people and outdo themselves. And it can become really um, competitive. And that can be toxic. If Even in a friend group, I'm sure. Like, if imagine a group of girls, say a group of three best friends, and they're like, whoever can make the best TikTok and be TikTok famous is going to win in life. And it's like then competition brews between those three friends, and one will win. And what about the other two? They're going to feel bad. I don't know. That's hypothetical. But it's just everyone wants to be fucking famous on there. And how about being yourself how about doing the things in life that you want to do if you want to be a tiktok star then pop off but if you just want uh, if you want to go on tiktok to become famous just because get your priorities straight and a lot of 
the thing is, is like, there's a lot of adults on there who want to be famous just for being famous and, and post the most stupid videos and get a lot of views. And they're like, hey, well, I'm famous now for TikTok. And it's like, you're 50 years old. Congrats. I don't know. And then the ones who do get famous, well, that's what you're famous for. You're now famous for being a TikTok star. And it's like, well, at what point now do you... Oh, no, I lost my train of thought. At what point now do you transfer your career? Like, what... The thing is, is with the people who become famous on TikTok for dancing or whatever it is they're becoming famous for, that's it. That is what you're known for. If we think about Addison Rae, she's known for dancing. She's known for that. And then she does She's All That, that movie, and she sucked in it. Let's be real. Addison Rae is not a good actress. But because you become famous on TikTok, you want the longevity of your career. And maybe in her heart, Addison always wanted to be an actor. But because she's a dancer on TikTok and probably had no training in acting and just did it because she was famous, it was really bad. And she was known to be a TikToker who is now a bad actress. Where if she wanted to do act like she fast tracked it and that's good for her but i would never want to be known as tiktok famous who then went to acting oh she got famous on tiktok so now she wrote an album oh she got famous on tiktok so now she's in a movie but a lot of the times the people who are really famous dixie d'amelio she didn't release good music. I know she um, is releasing new mu- music or has already, and I've not listened to that, but her past music is just, it's not good. And I'm not trying to, like, be mean or anything. I'm just being honest in my own truth that TikTok can really affect the way people see you. It can really alter the way society views your spot in current culture. And that is just, <laughs> I mean, first of all, I would have to think that I can get famous on TikTok to, to question if I would want to. I couldn't get famous on TikTok. I just don't get it. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not cool enough for it. And I don't really care about that. It's just the truth. But... You know, I I think that we, we, I don't know. I don't get it. Um, let's talk about mental health, though, because TikTok really does strain mental health for a lot of people, and that is not good. When mental health, is being affected because of toxicity on social media, whether you're a child, whether you're a teenager and an adult, 
you have to start to wonder at what point am I taking this too far? If I am feeling bad because I am watching someone's life who is, it, it appears so much better than mine. It appears to be so much easier. Do I make it look easy, baby, when I do what I do? By the way, I listened to that song when it was out, when it came out. But 99% of people listen to it from in from TikTok. That's another thing. Enjoy music for what it is, not for the dance that goes along with it. But don't get me wrong, Megan Trainor loves TikTok and is so happy to be famous on there. And she's famous regardless because she's a phenomenal singer. And that's the thing. She was famous before TikTok. She's, you know... Because you know I'm all about that bass, about that bass. That's who Megan Trainor is. She wrote that song. She sings it, whatever. Um, and then she also is now on TikTok. So uh, it was just, it worked out for her. So I don't know. Like, what was I saying? Mental health is, mental health is the most important thing that we can think about that we can talk about in 2022 almost 2023 I can't believe it and it's so important because it is at the forefront of health really it is that secret thing that can kill someone it is that hidden thing that nobody else can see but someone could be really really struggling and watching people on TikTok or posting on TikTok and then getting hate, it can be really, 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 really damaging. And I just, um, I would hate to know the true statistics of the decline in mental health due to TikTok. I mean, I think that would be interesting, but I, I think it would be I don't think it would be a good number. I really think it would be a bad number. And so I think that we can do more. We can do more in this for every... I don't... Guys, you can tell that I don't know what I'm saying this entire episode because I it don't get the hype. And I'm not on it a lot, so I don't know everything that goes on around TikTok. I don't know the things... But what I do know is that people are being affected by mental health on TikTok, for their mental health on TikTok, that there is a decline in, in happiness because when you watch other people live a life that, that you want and you genuinely, genuinely believe that those strangers are living that life, yeah, it can make your life feel worse it can make you feel less than it can make you feel negative and then when you feel those feelings you then look at your own real life and you're like I don't think I have anyone to talk to but you do and I'm not sponsored by this at all but we have all heard in all these podcasts and YouTube videos better help just check it out if you want I've not used it but it seems like a good thing. So 
anyways, my point is, is there's always someone to listen to you. And if you're someone who posts things on TikTok and for the most part you get a lot of love and then sometimes you get some really hateful comments, it it's hard to just walk away from those comments. It's hard to hear them and be like, ah, whatever. Doesn't affect me. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. And as much as that's true, it's just real life that if someone is talking bad about you, that you're going to be upset and that you're going to feel feelings. And TikTok is a world of I'm going to talk shit because I don't know you. I'm never going to be in your face. I'm never going to I'm never going to have to interact with you unless I don't want to on social media. So TikTok generates so much bullying. There's just it's an easy way and so so does all the other platforms absolutely, YouTube especially. But Again, there's just a more influential, 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 whoa. There's a younger audience on TikTok that is easier influenced. There we go. I hope you liked me drinking water. So, yeah, just we got to watch people. Not only does it worsen your mental health, or can it worsen your mental health? I'm not saying if you're on TikTok, you're going to be sad. It's not true. But it can also lower your self-esteem. And that goes back to watching a bunch of people dancing, and they might have the bodies that you think are perfect and ideal. And then you're feeling insecure. Well, That person could be insecure too. Like the person that you're watching on TikTok could be insecure as well. Maybe because they're not happy with who they are. Or maybe because of all the hate comments or whatnot. It's hard because with social media in general, so many people look up to influencers, to celebrities, myself included for sure. But a lot of the time it gets taken too far. People then envy the other people that they're watching. They then wish they were them, wish they had that fame, wish they had that money, wish they had those bodies or whatnot. And it kills your self-confidence. What I love to do on social media is follow people who empower me. Follow people who are politically the same as me so I can be like, yes, we need to make change in this world. Women deserve basic human rights, Iran. And it's it's just like America, understand that my body, my choice, if I want to have an abortion because I cannot have this baby without dying, or because I'm not financially ready, or this was a mistake, then women should be able to make those decisions about their own bodies. And you know what? I'm going to talk about this for a second, because men vote. Women vote. Non-binary vote. Transgender vote. Right? But... 
let's focus on the men. Men are voting for, well, they're voting for laws based on women's bodies. The reproductive system. Yet, the same man who is saying that a woman should birth child no matter what is also the same person that thinks that a pad sticks to the damn vagina, not the underwear. The same man who thinks that you can't pee with a tampon in because it's the same hole. Those same ignorant people are the ones who are voting for women's fucking rights. And it's infuriating because why are we leaving the the rights of women in the hands of men who don't even know period stuff? What? The people who are in charge? They don't understand anything. Let's be real. The people who are saying that abortions are bad are the same people who also don't understand the medical things of abortions. And they also don't understand the women's mind because I don't know how many of the people in power are not women. And the ones that are, those women who are in power, they don't deserve to be in power. They don't deserve to have a vote. Those reproductive systems and basic human body rights should not be in the hands of the government. What women and men do with their own bodies should not be a vote. I'm sorry, what? Who's, who? Who in their right mind, which no one's in their right mind who made this decision, thought it was fine to vote what women should do with their own bodies? In America, in everywhere else in the world, women all around the world shouldn't have to fight for basic human rights. And that's just a fact. So if you're afraid of the word abortion, if you're afraid to know what's happening in Iran right fucking now, you don't get to call yourself a feminist. You don't get to say that you are working for the future. No, because the people like me who are talking about it, the people who are better than me, who are even stronger activists than me, we are the reason why we're taking a step forward. But unfortunately, all the people who are agreeing with the abortion laws, who are agreeing with the don't say gay bill, who are agreeing with the stuff that is happening in Iran are the reason why we are taking steps back. 
And it is frustrating. That is my tangent. Now, where was I about TikTok? So TikTok is a great place for activists. It is. It's a great place where feminists can go and learn more information. It's a good place where people can teach, can educate, can be educated on on conversations that are happening all around the world. And it, it can be a beautiful place for that. But it can also be a dark place. It can also, there can also be videos full of injustices, full of racism, homophobia. And that's all there. Sexism, it's all a thing. And yes, again, that can be every platform. But again, more people are using TikTok so and there's a wider audience of all age ages and so it if your kid is on the right side of TikTok and they're watching activists great if they're watching racism they're going to learn the racism they're going to pick it up so we got to be careful in what people watch because what you watch you absorb and you learn and you start to think is right and if you're watching the same thing over and over again, people are from all places of the world are saying, yeah, fuck women, then people are going to be like, yeah, fuck women. And that's not right. We love women. We love all genders, no matter who you identify as. On I Don't Care the Podcast, we love all. And just people take things too far. Um... Like that little boy who passed away, he wasn't the only one who died. There was, there's another, there's a crate challenge where it's like you get a whole bunch of milk crates, you build it, and then like you walk it on it like it's stairs. I mean, I was looking and I'm like, I feel like I can do this. But at the same time, people can break their damn necks, especially if you're an idiot doing it on concrete. There are just, and I, this isn't everyone, and I'm sure this isn't most people's For You pages, but there are really scary challenges, and there were that on on YouTube, too. There's those people who are, like, ex- extremists, and who are like, I can do the most dangerous thing, and I'm not going to die, and then they do. I think with all social media, it can take can be taken too far people can die because of trends gotta gotta be careful out there guys well on our phones um let's let's read this the intoxication a person feels from the combination of dopamine and adrenaline that's released when their post goes viral is unbelievably Neurologically, that high is like a drug, said psychologist Diaz. And I thought that was crazy when I read it. How someone can feel genuinely high off a drug when a TikTok video goes viral. Now, I've not had anything go viral, so I don't know what that feeling is like. But isn't that crazy that you can compare... A high from, now it doesn't specify what drug, 
It could be weed. It could be cocaine. Let's just say cocaine for this. You can feel the high of cocaine when a video of yours goes viral. So you're telling me that if someone can get addicted to cocaine, you could get addicted to the feeling of your videos going viral. So then don't we always want our videos to go viral? Yeah. I thought that was so interesting. I don't know if you guys will agree. Um, but like I said, there is a good side to TikTok. I love the dogs. I love the activism. Um, and there is good humor. Like I was saying earlier, I don't love it all, but there can be that good humor. There are good trends that come out where you're like, ah, oh, that's actually really funny. But my personal favorite thing about TikTok that I watch on Instagram instead because my, my Instagram knows what's up. It only shows me things I like. I love all the good, like, hacks or the Amazon favorites. And it's just, like, those little things where it's like, oh, if you buy this, it will make everything easier. And I'm like, oh, my God, yes. Or it's like if you... If you do this to your cords, then it's going to hide it and make it look pretty and nice and easy. And you you can use everything, but you're not going to see your cords. And I'm like, oh, thank you, TikTok. Or um, I can't think of anything specific because I feel like some the food, the food is insane sometimes. Like I, I now, for a quick snack every now and then, I make like a tortilla pizza because it's easy where you cut. You have it, the circle, and you cut a little line, and then on one quarter of the tortilla, you put, like, olives, and then the other tortilla, you put your tomato sauce, and then on the other corner, you make, um, you put the cheese, and then you put more sauce on the remaining quarter, and then you fold it, and now you bake it or whatever, and you have a little tortilla pizza, and it's just some of the food is like, oh, that looks delicious. A lot of the time the food looks delicious, but I just know I wouldn't like it because I don't like 99% of the ingredients, but people make it look great. So I think, um, I think I can thank TikTok for the food, the hacks, the dogs, and the good humor from time to time. Now we're going to end off this video, this podcast episode with me watching a few TikTok story times and reviewing them with you guys. So I'm going to pause, get that ready, and come back and review. So me and my friends have been hiding my grilled chicken leftovers at each other's houses for over two and a half years now. First, I hid them under Jordan's bed and then she tied it on the back of Nina's car. Nina brought it up to school and waited to give it to Alyssa for her 21st birthday. When Alyssa found it, she saved it to give to Jordan for her 21st birthday and we hid it in her closet. After Jordan found it, we opened it up to look at it. Then we immediately put it in Marissa's car and she found it when she got home the next morning. Nine months later, I found it on my car and eventually gave it back to Marissa. Then Nina got it for her birthday and we celebrated one year of having the chicken. And somehow Nina found it on our car and gave it to Alyssa for April Fool's Day. Then she mailed it to Jordan's apartment. I found it on my car and gave it to Nina the night before we left for LA. Then at Jordan's little sister's grad party, we had the caterers bring it and surprise her with it. 
A few months later, we burned the original box and put it in a new bag and had a little photo shoot for the chicken's second birthday. Then Alyssa got it for her birthday again. Most recently, we snuck it under Jordan's tree for her to open Christmas Day with her family, which, by the look on his face, her dad totally seemed to love. That was disgusting. A chicken? A two-year-old chicken they were just passing around throughout the friend group? I wouldn't say that was funny. Just nasty. Let's do the next one. I was on FaceTime with a boy who I thought was extremely cute, okay? And I had to go use the bathroom. But I wasn't going to tell him, hey, yo, I'm going to go take a fat ass shit. Like, no. No, I wasn't going to say that. So I said... So I was like, oh, I'm going to brush my teeth right now. Like, I'm going to put you on mute or whatever, right? I swear to God, I, I remember pushing the mute button, bitch. This is where it gets so good, bro. Like, it's... <laughs> I'm out here vibing, doing my thing, you know? Like, you just imagine. I was on the toilet. I was exploding. And then I hear him on the phone saying, damn, girl, you got so much gas. I was like, what? Okay. So after I'm done with, like, everything washing my hands and shit. I checked my phone and the mute button isn't on, which means he literally heard everything. <laughs> I hung up. I've never talked to him since, bro. Like, That is my worst fear. No matter who I'm on FaceTime with, it can be my bestie. It could be a random stranger, which would never happen. I mute to pee. I mute to pee. I make sure that there's like a towel on top so they can't see anything just in case. If I had explosive diarrhea or gas or whatever the fuck, I would hang up. I would honestly, if I knew it was going to be like a shit that was going to be longer than... I don't shit on FaceTime. Like I pee because I know that's a second. But like if I was going to take a shit, I'd be like, hey, can I call you back? Or I'd be like... Hey, gotta make dinner real quick. I'll call you back or something. Something. That is horrifying. Bless that girl. I hope she's okay. So there's this one time, it was after work hours, and I went home, and then I realized that I left my food in the fridge. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm not just gonna leave it there. I don't wanna eat that. That was my food. So I hop in my car, I drive down the street, and I know the code to get inside, so I lock the door. And then I get my food, and I hear this noise outside. And need I remind you, it is summertime, so it's really warm out, and it's about 9 o'clock, so it's kind of dark. And so I hear this noise outside, and I go um, to the window to see what it is. And um, there are these two people in the pool um, having sex. Now that is naughty behavior, and that is not allowed because it's past hours. Also, you're just not allowed to have sex in the pool. And so I kind of walk outside, and I and I go like this. Hello. I did not expect this to happen, but they kind of were in there, and they just froze, and they were they were like they were like. And then I said like, "What are you doing?" Oh, I'm running out of time. I'm sorry. Like for part two, part two of the sex. So then I'm like, "What are you doing?" And then so they start like getting up, and they start like scrambling. And they're like, "Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god!" And I'm just standing there like. And so clearly they are naked, and when they get out of the pool, there are some things that I didn't want to see. And so they start running, but they start running naked. And it was just so funny, because the girl, sorry for the PG-ness of this, but she was like trying to hold her stuff, and then 
cover like her butt and her boobs at the same time so there is just everything was just flopping everywhere okay same with the dude the way that they got in was jumping over the fence it's really easy to climb i don't even know why we had it but here's the really gross part so be prepared if you are a female actually not even a lot of females know this but if you're on your period, your period stops in water. Your body just knows when you're surrounded by water and your period will just stop. And they were in the pool for a reason, I guess, and she was on her period. And so as she's leaving, she is also leaving a trail of period blood behind her. Oh, I just got into bank. <gasps> that per that sex in the pool was crazy. I was not expecting her to be on her period at the end. That is wild. That was a wild story. Next one. So at one o'clock the other day, I'm in the lounge watching Ozark and I can hear a noise out in the hallway. I go to investigate and sure enough, one of my cats has got a mouse. They're having a staring competition, but she looks away. The thing darts off in between my legs. I've got to kick her into the kitchen, close the door, and now I've got to try and find the mouse. Eventually I can spot him hiding out the back of my toilet. So I edge closer with the back door shoe, hopefully trying to get him to run inside, but he darts to the other side of the toilet, and we do this dance for a while, just going back and forth. He ran out at me at one point to get the life out of me. Then I can hear Lola coming back in through the cat flap, so she's trying to find the mouse, so I've got to quickly grab her, but she runs upstairs. Meanwhile, the mouse is just chilling behind the chute, so really carefully, take the chute, spin it around, and hopefully the mouse will just go inside. The mouse caught, I can use the tongue to cover the gap, take him outside, and release him back into the wild. Of course, that's not going to stop Lola, though. She's still oh, no. when I go to bed. First thing in the morning, she's acting suspicious in the bathroom. And, yep, sure enough, I now have a mouse behind my sink. Here's the story about the... Fucking cats. So, those stories were interesting. Um, my favorite was definitely the sex in the pool story. The grossest was... The chicken being passed on in the friend group, and I forget the rest. So, TikTok can be funny for sure. It, I love story times regardless. So, it's a, a fun way to listen to quick story times. Um, I'm trying to think if I have my own story time, but I don't. So, I'm going to wrap up. This was a very interesting episode. I don't really know what I said, if I said anything of importance or entertainment. Sorry. But I know I'm going to have a lot of editing to do with the reactions. <laughs> and it's Sunday and I'm on set tomorrow. So I, I got to grind now and Tuesday. Or this is never going to come out. But thank you for watching at, watching slash listening, everyone. Have a fantastic rest of your week and tune in next week for more fun. We're going to go into detail next week on something very, very interesting in my life. So stay tuned for that. Bye, everyone. Bye.